Okay, so um, so we're going to learn about, uh, like I said, each, uh, a mitzvah a week, Bez Hashem, and Allah and Pneumius. So the question is where to start, you know, because, you know, famously, there's, uh, everyone knows that going back to the Ga'inim already, uh, many Ga'inim and Rishonim put a lot of energy and focus on trying to count the 613. And so there's all different, different ways to count them and to organize them. And so famously, probably already, you know, in our times, there's already this, this famous of two minyana, two countings, the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs and the Chinuch. Those are the two famous ones. I mean, there's, there's many, many, many others, but those two famous ones. So it, it's well known that the Rambam begins his counting of minyana mitzvahs with the first mitzvah by the Rambam is the mitzvah of Amunah, Nechishimalakecha, Nechivalakecha. The Chinuch, on the other hand, the first mitzvah is the uh, mitzvah Puravu, of having children. Which is from Parshas Brachus, right? And it's also repeated again in this week's parsha, Parshas Noach. So I figured, you know, it's appropriate. Last week's parsha, this week's parsha. So we'll go with uh, with the Sefer Chinuch at least for this week. Okay, so we'll talk about Peruvu. Let's begin, but begin with with one Ha'ara. You know, um, there's a there's a Kabbal that we have also going back to the Gainim that obviously we have Tarig Mitzvah six thirteen, but how many Darabonans do we have? So there's, there's countless darabonans in terms of making nuanced changes and haisafas and so on to Dini Daraisa, but in terms of mitzvahs mechudoshes, new mitzvahs that are midrabonan, so we know with Darachla there are seven. Uh, you know, Chanukin, Purim, and Atilza, Diamond, Ervin, seven mitzvahs midrabonan altogether. So 613 plus seven equals 620, which is Bigmachia Keser. And that's the amount of letters that we have in Maser Sadibris. So there's a Kabbalah that every single letter of the Aser Sedivris corresponds to one of the target mitzvahs, and the last seven letters correspond to the seven mitzvahs midrabana. Okay. So I guess we'll start like this. What's the first letter of Aser Sedivris? So no, it's Aleph, right? So Mel in the Rambam, that the first mitzvah of Taira is what? Is Anachesh believing in the one God. So I understand why the letter that corresponds to is going to be Aleph. But according to the Chinuch, that the first mitzvah in Torah is Adarav, is Puravu, right? Is to make more people, is Reboy. And it's a little bit ironic that the first mitzvah, which is Puravu, would be the Aleph of Anechesh Malkacha, right? If anything, find the Bay is a Gimel, you know, something like that, but the fact that it's an Aleph. So it's not something else cash in the world, but it's something to think about. So maybe as we move on in the Halacha and the Pneumis of this mitzvah, we'll see Taka why the mitzvah Puravu. Is related to uh, to the letter Aleph. Okay, let's so get there. Okay, so let's 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 begin like this. So, in the Ramukam, that you have uh, either physically in front of you or or less than physical. So, Ramukam number one is a well-known Gemara in Yuvamis. Okay, so we're going to go through a number of questions that we find in Halacha and Halacha about Puravu, and then we'll see where it takes us. Like I said, you know, in the in the title, whatever, in the flyer, it's Halacha and Impimius. But uh, by us, the and could be taken out because it's all. <laughs> it's all the same anyway, so. <laughs> so let's begin. So, Marmachan number one, it's a Gemara Yuvamis, Samach Gimel Mudez. Gemara says like this Tanya, Reb Lezer Aimer, we don't have, I didn't quote the whole Gemara, but just the Rashi Prakim. The Gemara says Tanya, Reb Lezer Aimer, Reb Lezer said, Call me Shane Isaac Vipiravirivia. Anyone that doesn't involve themselves in, in at least attempting to have children, to get married and have children. So it's kilu shayfech damim. It's as if you're you're. It's 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 almost murder. It's almost murder. And again, on a simple level, because again, you should person mitzvah peravu is to at least to try to have children, and so by not doing that purposefully, so it's almost as if uh, you're holding uh, holding back life, which is kilu shayfech damim. Okay. 
Rabbi Yaakov, Oimer, Rabbi Yaakov says, maybe even worse, that not just are you being holding back physical, you know, uh, human life, you're, you're minimizing and diminishing the tzalmalakim, the tzalmalakim, a human being is not just a person, it's a tzalmalakim, so diminishing the stature and the, the volume of tzalmalakim in the world, that's the avl of a person that's not uh, even trying to be mekayim So that's Rav Lazar, that's Rav Yaakov, Benazi Yomer, Benazi said, kilu shoivich damim umayi petzalim, they're both true, it's kilu, you're, you're killing, and it's also as if you're diminishing the tzalmalakim. That's what Benazi said. So the Chachamim said to Benazai, There are those people that give nice drushes and they actually fulfill what they darshan. Uh, and he, so he says, They're not darshan. Some people keep uh, the mitzvahs properly. They don't know how to express it in the darshan properly, but at least they keep it. But you, you darshan very nice. You said a good vart that it's taka kilashayvichdamim and diminishing the tzalem, but you're not fulfilling it, because we know that Ben-Azai never got married. He, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, uh, he didn't attempt to get married. So, Omer Lehem Ben-Azai. So, Ben-Azai famously says, no, What could I do? My soul yearns for Tyra. I can't, uh, I, can't, I can't allow myself to get married, which is going to eventually take me from learning. I can't do it. The world can be sustained by other people, but I can't do it. That's a Gemara. Okay, that's Benazai. This is not just, uh, okay, it's Benazai. It's, uh, this is actually passing to the Rambam. Lalach, it's Portan Shulchan as well. That someone who's Choshka Nafshe Betaira, like Benazai, so he doesn't have to get married. He doesn't have to get married. He's, he's Pater Menamitzvah from Peruvu. That's the, that's the Gemara, that's the Lalach. So there's a number of problems with this, a number of questions. I mean, the, the first uh, big question that the Acharim deal with is that, like, what does that mean? How, 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 is, that, how is this a heter? We know that the Allah, generally speaking, is that when it comes to Talmud Torah, if a person is learning, but there's a mitzvah, a mitzvah that you know, no one else can fulfill except for you, so you have to be Mekayimit. So, uh, was a mitzvah that's on each person. He has to be Mekayimit. You can't send the shliach to do it for you, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, what's the heter? What's the heter? So, I'll give you an example. So, Rukhanan, Rukhanan Wasim, and other Achronim say that. You're right, there's no heter per se. It's oinus. It's oinus. Uh, he's a, that, 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 those are the words of Venazai. Ma'asa, no, what can I do? I, I, can't, I, I can't separate from the Torah. Okay, so it's an oinus. The, the problem is, the problem with that is, first of all, so what does Benazai mean when he ends off by saying, and the world can be sustained by other people? Why even say, if you're an oinus, it's an oinus. Okay? Even, let's say the world couldn't be sustained by other people. I'm still an oinus. Right? The answer is, ah, he's already acknowledging that maybe I could push myself to do it. Okay, but the world can be sustained with other people. Well, if you could push yourself to do it, then you're not an oinus. And second of all, if it is an oinus, then why does the Raman, why does it have to paskin like this? It's an oinus. You can't do it, you can't do it. You can't pull yourself away from, from Gemara without becoming ice match. So it's an oinus. So, what, it, so again, if it's an oinus, then why does Benazai have to explain that the world can be sustained with other people? If it's an oinus, it's an oinus, regardless of any uh, other people at all. And number two, if it's an oinus, what do you need Ram to paskin? Like, does Ram have to paskin in Shulchan Aruch that if you're an oinus, you don't have to put on tefillin? If you're an oinus, you can't put on tefillin. Like, if you don't have tefillin, you don't have to put on tefillin. Uh, if you're, <laughs> it's an oinus, what are you supposed to do? Why does Ram have to go out of his way to tell us this? So clearly, there's some, so, so, so to say that it's just because of an oinus is a little bit more difficult. So then the question goes back, 
if Benazai would be able to push himself to get married and to be Isaac in Peru, then what's the hetter just because it's not Shikhash Gutai? That's again, it's not my question. This is, this is a well known question, Dachrain. That's Aleph. Okay. Days. Marmok and Nurutu. There's a Tysus in Mesechus Yvamis, Samach Aleph and Aleph. That's in Yvamis over there, Samach, Samach Aleph. That's where a lot of these sugis are about Peruvu. So I'll give you a little bit of background to what this Gemara is talking about that Tysus is going on. The Gemara says the following halacha, and it's, uh, it's pretty much black and white in the Gemara over there. The Gemara says that if you have, um, uh, if you have an Evid Kanani, right? So you have an Evid, Evid, Evid Kanani. So an Evid Kanani is allowed to marry, so never Kanani, again, is a guy that's bought as an Eved by Yid, so certain mitzvahs uh, apply to him, mitzvahs that, that, that are obligated like a woman, so never Kanani is chayven. Now, never Kanani is allowed to marry a Sheikh Kananis, okay? They're allowed to have uh, children together. Now, the thing is, though, the Gemara says it's a klal, that avodim and shivchas, an evid and a shivcha, they, there's no yachas, there's no chayas, meaning that when they have children, their children, halachically speaking, are not considered related to them. They just, they're children, they produced, they produced more people, but they're not halachically related to them. So the Gemara says as follows, if you have an evid kanani, and he's married to a shivcha kananis, right, and they have children, and then the Evid Kanani, the father, right, the biological father, is freed. So now he's officially a full-fledged Jew. So now he wants to know whether he's chayv in the midst of Peruvu. Now he has a bunch of kids running around. And they're his kids, and he's taking care of them. So mm-hmm. says, so, but the thing is, but they're not related to him, halachically. Says the Gemara, he's, st- he's, that he's not fulfilling Peruvu with those children. He has to marry a Jewish woman and have uh, children that he's related to. In other words, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Peruvu, says the Gemara, they have to be related to you. But if you produce human beings, right, you produce children, but they're not halachically related to you, which this would be the scenario, so then you're not a kind of mitzvah of Peruvu. That's the Gemara. Okay. So Tysus and Yuvamis on that Gemara raises the following issue. There's another Gemara. The Gemara talks about, let's say you have an Evakanani, and he's owned by two different Yidin, okay? And one Yid frees him, and the other Yid doesn't. So what's this called in Halacha? This is called a Chatzi Eved and a Chatzi Ben Chayrin. So the Gemara says, a person that finds himself as a Chatzi Eved, Chatzi Ben Chayrin, the Halacha is that Bezdin compels, forces the other master to free him. You're not allowed to remain as a Chatzi Eved, Chatzi Ben Chayrin. Why not? So says the Gemara, because he's stuck, he can't, uh, he, he's, he's not allowed to, he, he can't get married. Because he can't marry, the Gemara says as follows, Abbas Yisrael he can't marry, because half of him is an Evid. Uh, Shivcha he can't marry, because half of him is, is, a, uh, is a Yisrael. And Stam, not to get married like that, that's not right, because he has, the Pasuk says, L'Shevis Yitzar, that the, the world is, there's a mitzvah peruvu, he has to be Isaac uh, in Peruvu, and so he can't marry anyone. So Tysus raises the issue. One second, one second, slow down. Again, the Gemara says he ha- we, we have to free him because we have to allow him to be involved in Peruvu. Says the Gemara, and what's holding him back? Well, he can't marry a Jew because he's half Evid. He can't marry a Shivcha because he's half Yisrael. Says, says Tysus, one second. But let's say he could marry a Shivcha, then it will be okay. And then we, we would have no problem. Let him marry a Shivcha and fulfill Peruvu over there. One second, I thought the other Gemara, the first Gemara I mentioned, said that you can't fulfill Peruvu with a Shivcha because the kids are not related to you. So that's the problem that the Tesis raises. You follow? So again, one Gemara says, clear cut, without a doubt, without a question, that a person, an Evid Kanani, 
with the Shivcha Kananis wife, and they have 10 kids, right? Five boys, five girls, you know, 100%. They're not related to him. That's not a fulfillment of Peruvu. Aleph. Another Gemara. A guy that's a half Evid, half Shivcha, half Evid, half Yisrael, says the Gemara, you can't, you can't stay like that because he's not going to fulfill the mitzvah of Peruvu. Why not? Because he can't marry Yeshivcha, he can't marry the Bas Yisrael. Because there's a half of him that's not an Evan, half of him that's not a Yisrael. So says Tais, one second, but let's say he could marry Yeshivcha, then it would be okay? Even if he marries Yeshivcha, the kids are not related to him, he's not fulfilling Peruvu. So the first Gemara says that, that if they're not related to you, you're not fulfilling Peruvu. And this other Gemara with half Evan, half, half, half Yisrael, seems to indicate that you could fulfill Peruvu by marrying Yeshivcha. It's just in this case, he can't because he's half Jew, half half Evid. But if he would be full Evid, and he could marry a Shivcha, then we would have no problem. He could, he could fulfill Peruvu. So which one is it? So take a look at Maramaka number two. Again, first Tysus quotes the Gemara in Yavamas over there. Hakal Maidim, that everyone agrees, Be'evid, she'en lechayis, that when it comes to an Evid, Kanani, that his children through a Shivcha will not be related to him. Vim Neshtacher, that if he's freed, Loikayim Peruvu, he has not fulfilled Peruvu because the people that he produced are not halachically related to him. That's Gemara A. As Taisus Vim Toimar, Ha Darmina Gavi Chetzi Avichetzi Ben Chayrin. The Gemara says when it comes to a person that's half an Evid and half freed, right? Because he had two masters and one freed him and one didn't. Says the Gemara, you can't remain like that. Why? Because you have to fulfill Peruvu. Mm-hmm. And says the Gemara, and, wa- and what's holding you back right now? Says the Gemara, Lisa Shivcha Eniyachu, because he can't marry a Shivcha because half of him has, has been freed. And he can't marry Bas Yisrael because half of him has not been freed. So he can't marry anyone. Says the Gemara, says Taisus Masha, but it sounds like, Dim that if he could marry a Shivcha, that would be good enough. I, Vamai, Vaholi, Mifter, Bahachi. I, the Gemara says, the first Gemara in Yvamis that Taisus is, talk, is going on says clearly that if you marry a Shivcha and you have children, those children are not related to you. And if they're not related to you, you can't fulfill Peruvu. So which one is it? Which one is it? The Eishloimer. So it says Taisus at Taretz. As follows. And I'll tell you outside, then we'll see it inside together. It says Taisus, there are two different mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah of Peruvu, which is recorded in Parshish Breshis, and repeated again in Parshish Noyach. That Peruvu, which is the main mitzvah from the Torah, cannot be fulfilled if the children are not related to you. And that's what the first Gemara is talking about. But there's another mitzvah, which is not the main mitzvah Peruvu. It's more... I guess you could call it Medivir Kabbalah, it's a Pasuk in Navi. The Pasuk says, The Baran didn't create the world for nothing. He created the world for it to be populated. That Pasuk of L'Shevas Yitzara, so that's not the, the full Mitzvah Puravu, but it's a Divir Kabbalah, it's a, it's a lesser level Puravu. I'll give an example. If a person, we know as we know, the Allah is when it comes to Puravu, you have a boy and a girl, you, you're officially, you to the Mitzvah. But says the Gemara, but because the Pasuk says, L'Shevis Yitzara, you should try to have more children as well. So the, there's the Iker Mitzvah Puravu, and then there's a secondary Mitzvah from Navi, that's called L'Shevis Yitzara. Says Taisvis, Puravu, you're not fulfilling unless the kids are related to you. L'shevis Yitzara, you can fulfill even if the kids are not related to you. Therefore, says Taisus as follows. You want to know technically whether an, an Evid Kanani fulfills the Mitzvah Puravu? He does not. But for us to go out of our way to force one of his masters to free him, that we won't do if, if at least he can fulfill L'shevis Yitzara. So says Taisus, that's the Pshan the Gemara. 
When it comes to a chatsi evet, chatsi v'enchern, he's half freed and half not, says the Gemara, he can't remain like that. Why? Because he can't fulfill anything. Forget Puravu, certainly not. And he can't even fulfill the Shevis Yitzhara because he does not allowed to marry anyone. If he would be allowed to marry a Shevcha, you're right. He wouldn't be fulfilling Puravu, but he at least would be fulfilling the Shevis Yitzhara. So if he would at least be able to fulfill a Shevis Yitzhara, we're not going to go out of our way to force his master to free him. But because he can't even fulfill that, because he's not allowed to marry a, a shifcha, because half of him has been freed, so then he can't even do a shevis yitzar, then we can't allow him to stay in that situation. So that's how Taisvis breaks it down. You follow? So Puravu, the kids have to be related to you. The shevis yitzar, they don't have to be related to you, and you'll still fulfill that. That's how Taisvis breaks it down. So we'll see it together. <coughs> the Yeshleimer. Deim hayachal lisa shivcha. If that half-freed, right? If he would be able to marry a shivcha, then we, even though it's true, he would, not, he would still not be able to fulfill Puravu, but if he could at least marry a shivcha, we wouldn't compel his second master to free him. Because at least he can fulfill. The secondary, lesser mitzvah of Puravu, he can fulfill. Even though it's taka true, that Puravu, the real, the Iker mitzvah, he's not fulfilling if the kids are not related to him. Even though we usually sort of relate these two psukim together, and we usually would assume that they should go hand in hand in terms of how to fulfill them. The answer is, okay, in this case, not. This is one of the differences. Puravu, the, the kids have to be related to. That's how Tysus breaks it down. Okay. So here's the issue. Why? Like, what, what, what's the explanation? What's the explanation? What's so, it, it, you know, it, it, it's, one thing, it's one thing to say that Puravu is the main mitzvah, and Lashavis Yitzar is a secondary mitzvah. But this difference between the two of them, that Puravu, the children need to be related to you, and the Shevis Yitzara, they don't need to be related to you, that's like a fundamental difference. So we have to figure this out. What is this, this Prat, that, that whether the kids are related to you or not, whether that's necessary to fill this mitzvah, what does this tell us about the nature of Puravu as opposed to the nat- nature of that mitzvah of Shevis Yitzara? Okay? So that's question number two. Okay, fine. Now let's begin to work our way to try to figure out this mitzvah. So what is, what is mitzvah Puravu? Again, the Pasuk says, Hashem says to Admin Chava, Puravu, Umilas Arts, you know, multiply, be fruitful, multiply, uh, fill the world, right? Or the, again, like the, the Pasuk in Navi, Hashem said, I, don't, I didn't make the world for nothing. L'shavis Yitzara, it should be populated. Okay. Nowhere in that pasuk, not in the in Chomesh and not in the pasuk in Navi, does it say that you ha- that 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 Hashem talked about getting married. It says have children. Now, obviously, as we know, as as from Yidden, that's the way that's the way to have children. But technically speaking, the mitzvah is to have children. But it's very interesting. But we'll see now in a number of Rishonim, and this this is just a sample of a few. There's there's many more that hold this way. That seem that that they that when they talk about the mitzvah puravu, they don't just talk about having children. Really, it's not just in the context of marriage. The mitzvah seems to be about marriage. So take a look at Marmukah number three. The, the the probably the the earliest source of this and uh, is from the Shiltas. The Shiltas is one of the Gainim, Rav Echai Gain. and so he writes the following thing in Shilta Kuf Samechay Shilta. 
This is the following halacha. This is the mitzvah of Peruvu. That's what he's talking about, the mitzvah of Peruvu. And he goes on to talk about the halachas of, two, of a boy and a girl, the, the halachas of Peruvu. Says the Sheltis, the mechaiv in the base Yisrael, that the chiv of every Jewish person is, lamintzav nashi, to marry women, and to, and to have children, umiyasig v'pirivya, and to, and, to, uh, and to try to put an effort to have children. Okay, so again, he writes, right away describes the mitzvah as not just have children, and obviously you have to be married for that. No, no, the mitzvah is to get married and to have children. Dichsev, and it's interesting, what puzzle does he quote? Not peruvu, which would be the more obvious one, or not even l'shevis yitzara, which is quoted in Shas all the time. Those are the two psukim that the Gemara's always talk about when it comes to this mitzvah peruvu, or l'shevis yitzara. The Shiltis finds, finds another pasuk. Pasuk says, Kechub, it's a pasuk in Yirmi, I think. Kechubanim, uh, you know what? I made a mistake. It's actually this is my misprint. Gechu nashim. It says that's the whole the whole point. I, I messed up. Gechu nashim. It says in pasuk, marry women. and have boys and girls. Gechu nashim That's the pasuk that Shiltis quotes. Why would the Shiltis avoid the more obvious psukim that Chazal quote? The answer is the Shiltis is trying to bring home a point that the mitzvah is not just to have children. And Mamela, yes, you have to get married. No, 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 no. The mitzvah is to get married and to have children. And having children, we'll see in a second, could even be considered even secondary to the main thing, which is to get married. It's a chiddush. Take a look at Maramukka number four. This is the Rambam. So we know that the Rambam obviously organized all the halachas of Tarsh Peh into his farm. And he made it in different sections. Hilchas of Adizar, Hilchas this. There is no Hilchas, there's no section of Peruvu. No such thing. In Tur, in Shulchan Aruch, in the beginning of Ebenezer, the first section of Ebenezer is Hilchas Pirvirivya. No such thing in the Rambam. The Rambam talks about Hilchas Nashim, and he talks about the mitzvah of getting married. In the context of getting married, after he talks about Hilchas Kedushin and all the details of Mesechas Kedushin, in that context, the Rambam talks about the halacha of Aina, right, the obligation to, uh, to be with one's wife. In that context, the Rambam mentions, oh, and by the way, one of the inyanim involved in, 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 in being with one's wife is to fulfill the obligation of having children. It's in that context that he talks about it. Take a look at Marmok number four. Hilchasishas. The Ramam, again, right before this, it's in Perak Tesvav. We're talking about 15 prakim into Hilchasishas in Halacha Beis. Like randomly, the Ramam, then after talking about the halachas of getting married, he says, Oh, by the way, a person has the obligation to, to be with his wife at the appropriate times. Because, it says, number one, to, uh, because to, to make one's wife happy, that's number one. Number two, she mitzvah says, hey, shall tire, she never Oh, and by the way, there's also a mitzvah of, of having children. And then, and based on that, the Ramah goes off like so almost on a tangent to talk about the halachas of Peruvu. And the Ramah says, Ha'ish Okay, once I mentioned Peruvu, you should know, and the man is obligated to have children, of Elayisha, it's an obligation on the men, not the women. The Amos Sahish Nishaiv Mitzvah Zu and says the Rambam, and when are you obligated in this mitzvah? Says the Rambam, most mitzvahs kick in, right? All mitzvahs kick in, right? When you're 13, right? Says the Rambam, not this one. The Ben Shev Esrei, when you're 17. And even when you're 17, uh, you, don't, you don't really have to then. The Kivan Shavu Esrim Shanavalai Nasisha, if after 20, and you're still not trying. So, I raise the Oyvim of Atlam Mitzvah to say, that's a violation of the mitzvah. So number one, the Rambam talks about mitzvah peruvu only as a tangent, as B'derach Agav, from talking about the halachas of getting married, number one. Number two, 
This halacha that the Ramam just said of how old you have to be, that's based on the Gemara Kedushan. The Gemara talks about how old you have to be, 17, 20, the Gemara talks about. But it's not talking about Puravu. The Gemara Kedushan is talking about how old a person should be to get married. Now, obviously, you're not having children before you're married, right? But, but, but if the Ramam, as we know, the Ramam tries to keep it exactly how the Gemara records it. This halacha that the Gemara is talking about, the Gemara, in the context of the Gemara, is talking about the halachas of getting married, not the halachas of Puravu. It could very well be that maybe Puravu kicks in at 13, but you're not supposed to get married until you're older. But the Ramam records this, these ages in the context of Puravu. Why? Because what you're seeing from the Rambam is similar to what we find in the Shildas, which is that these are not two separate inyanim. There's no, there's a mitzvah of Puravu. Yeah, there's a, there's a need of getting married. I understand. And that's a prerequisite to have children. No, 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 no. The mitzvah is to get married. We'll see in a second how to understand it. But as an extension of that, there's a mitzvah to also try to have children. But the stipulation, the guidelines of Puravu and the ages and so on, that's not a Puravu. The Iker mitzvah that we're talking about is not even Puravu. The Iker mitzvah is, like the Shilter said, get married and Mimela, have children. And therefore the guidelines that Gemara talks about is not really for Puravu, it's really on getting married. And getting married means to have children. It's all the same thing. So the Raman, that's how the Raman places it. Even more stark. Take a look at Marmachah number 5. So this is from a Mordechai in Mesechus Ksuvis. Uh, there's a big discussion the Rishayna we know when a, when a person gets married so there's a bracha that the minig nowadays is that the Masada Kedushin makes right so it's Asher Kedushan of Mitzvah V'tzivanu ala rayas V'tzivanu sarusa it's a whole arichas so it's very strange it's a strange bracha it starts off in the usual Birchas HaMitzvah way of Asher Kedushan of Mitzvah V'tzivanu but then it goes off script it is a whole a whole thing right so First of all, the nusach is a little bit strange in terms of not being like if it's Asher Kishon Mitzvah, how's it end off? Al Mitzvah, whatever. So the guy's getting married. Al Mitzvah Kedushin. So it doesn't. It doesn't have that. It doesn't even end end with that. That's number one. That's strange. Number two, when you're making a birchas and mitzvah, who's the one that makes the bracha? The one that's doing the mitzvah. The Masada Kedushin is not doing the mitzvah. The Chassan is doing the mitzvah. So he should make the bracha. So what is this bracha? So it's a big discussion. It's a big discussion, and it's the Machlekes Rishonim. According to, the, the, according to some, it's a birchas mitzvah. It's a birchas mitzvah. Why doesn't the chassan do it? So there's different explanations. One explanation is the chassan is sadumult. He's, um, you know, for, one, one, one answer that's actually given is interesting, is that, you know, chassan is done barabim. And who knows, maybe the chassan doesn't know how to read well, maybe he doesn't know the bracha, so you can embarrass him like that. So the minig became, the Masada Kedushan makes the bracha, but really it's the bracha for the chassan. That's what some Rishonim say. But the Chachem Yashkenaz hold not like that. The Rosh, Taisus, in a few places, the Mordechai, they all assume not like that, that this is not birchas HaMitzvah. It starts off sounding like it, but it's really not. This is a birchas shavach. This is a, a, a bracha of thanking the Rabbani Shlolem on the for the institution of marriage and so on, but it's not, it's not birchas HaMitzvah. Okay. But now the question is, so, but, but why isn't there Birchas HaMitzvah for getting married? No, if, if this is a Birchas HaMitzvah, fine. But if you're telling me, like many, most Chachmei Ashkenaz hold, that this is not Birchas HaMitzvah, this is Birchas Shevach for the institution of getting married, so why, Taka, don't we make a Birchas HaMitzvah for getting married? So there's a number of the answers that are given. Take a look at how the Mordechai answers that. Again, the Mordechai, again, is going up the camp that, that the bracha that we say by Echopah is not Birchas HaMitzvah. It's a, it's a Birchas HaShevach. So then the question is, so why don't we make birchas and mitzvahs? 
Why doesn't the chassan just make? So it says the Mordechai, So why taka don't we make a bracha when you get married? Or whatever, you know, whatever the nusach might be. Says the Mordechai, You know why? Because you are, you, 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 you taka, you're right. It makes sense to make the bracha right now, but you haven't yet finished the mitzvah. You began the mitzvah, but you haven't finished it yet. And we know the rule is, whenever you have a mitzvah that's ongoing, you don't make the bracha unless you're confident that the mitzvah will be, will be nigma, will be completed. So, and, so says the Mordechai, and why has the mitzvah not finished yet? Well, because you're up to Kedushin, right? You still need Nisuin to complete the marriage. So no, okay, so by Nisuin then, to make the bracha by Nisuin. Says the Mordechai, and you can't make the bracha then either by Nisuin of, again, Asher Kishav Zvanu, Lisa or Lakadish Isha. Why? The Shema Havi Bracha because even then you might not be sure that, you've, that you have 100% completed the mitzvah, because maybe there won't be children. One second. Children? What are you talking about? I'm not... To, I'm not one second. The, 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 children have to do with Puravu. The question was never to make Asher Zvanu al mitzvah's Puravu. I'm only Isaac with Puravu, you know, when I'm with my wife privately. The question that the Mordechai was dealing with is something else. There's a mitzvah of Kedushin. There's a mitzvah of get married. And the question was, why don't I make a bracha of Asher Kishu Vazizvan, or Lakadish Azisha, Lis Azisha? Says the Mordechai, no, 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 because the mitzvah is not finished yet until you have children. What are you talking about? That's a separate mitzvah. The answer is, Shilt is, and the Rambam, and now the Mordechai. It's not a separate mitzvah. This is one Indian. This is one Indian. The mitzvah is not to have children, and there's another Indian to get married, and they happen to depend on each other. No, no. The mitzvah is to get married. And children is part of that, is an extension of that, is an extension of that. Now let me show you the source of this, is not where the Rishonah come up with this from. So the truth is, in the Gemara itself, it's, it's almost clear. Take a look at Gemara number 6. Uh, it's a Gemara in Yuvamas, This is a Gemara that's going on, the Mishnah in Yuvamas over there. The Mishnah tells us, the Mishnah tells us that the Mitzvah Puravu, talking again, getting married, uh, having children. Mitzvah Puravu is on a man, not a woman. Right? So it says the Gemara, how do I know that? That Puravu is only to the man, not to the woman. So Omar Rabbi Law, Mishom Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shemin. So Rabbi Law said the name of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shemin. Omar Krav, because it says, it says in the last week's parasha, Puravu, Hashem says to Adam and Chav, right? Puravu, right? Have children, we multiply. Umilu Esaretz, fill the world with Kiv Shua, right? And conquer it. Right? So you see, it says the Gemara. So you see the, the, the words of Puravu are said in context with conquering. Says the, and, and said Rabbi Loi, Ish, Dark Lakavish. And the, man, the nature of a man is to conquer, to be a soldier in an army, right? Dark Lakavish, but a woman isn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't conquer. And so Mimela, it's not, uh, you know, so Puravu is not, not, not uh, referring to a woman because it's said in the context of the Kivshua. So that's the Gemara. That's where we are. So the Gemara says, Adarab, what are you talking about? The Kivshua Tarte Mashma. You're saying Drushes. You're saying Drushes. We're Kivshua to my conquest, and conquest is only a masculine thing. The Kivshua is plural. Hashem says to Adam and Chava, Peru Uravu, Umilus Arts, the Kivshua, and conquer, and you, plural, conquer it. So the words are, it's talking to two people. It's talking to Adam and Chava. You tell me it's only Mitzvah to Adam. The words are, the Kivshua, which is Tarte. Says the Gemara, Amr of Nachar Yitzchak, the Kivshak says. The Kivshah means that in Chumash itself, the Vav is missing. 
So we read it, Vikivshua, which means you, plural, should conquer the world. But if you actually look in the word, it's Vikivsha, which means conquer her. Conquer her. Meaning Hashem has now said Puravu, but now he turns to Adam and he says, Kivsha. What does it mean, Kivsha? To conquer, what does it mean to conquer a woman? Says the Marsha, what it means is bring her to a chuppah and marry her. Bring her into your Rishus. That's what it means, Kivsha. See, see what the Gemara is talking about? One second. We're, 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 the question was, who's obligated in Puravu? Who's obligated in Puravu? So the Pasuk says Puravu. Says the Gemara, it's only the man, not the woman. Why? Because the end of the Pasuk says Kivsha. And Kivsha means, according to what the Gemara is reading, Kivsha means that Hashem is telling the man, marry your wife. And the person that, that, that is active, the, the, the person that's the active role in marriage is the man, not the woman. What in the world does that have anything to do with Puravu? The question was, who's obligated in Puravu? And then you tell me, Araya, that it's only the man because the Pasik ends off saying, talking about the Kivsha means in marriage that the man is active to uh, bring the woman into his home and she takes on his last name and not vice versa. What does that have anything to do with Puravu? The answer is, this is exactly where the Rishonim saw it. Is that Puravu is not something that stands on its own. Puravu is an extension, it's a byproduct, it's a taitzah, it's a hashlama, it's a completion of the Iker Mitzah, which is Kivsha which is to marry a woman and to get married. That's the main mitzvah. And if kivsha, which is the main mitzvah, is, is, spoke, is speaking to the man, because that's what the words are, Hashem turns to Adam, kivsha, bring her into your rishos, make her a part of your family, expand, expand yourself through her. And then in that context, there's, and, and by the way, as a result of that, puravu, so the whole discussion is to Adam, not to Chav. So this is what you see, that's how the Rishonim sort of clear in the Gemara. That the Iker Mitzvah, so it's V'na'apaychu. Again, Pashav Shah, people think the main thing is to have children. The male, to have children, you have to get married. According to the Rishonim and according to this Gemara, it's V'na'apaychu, it's Mashvakir. The Iker is to get married. And the male, you have children as well. And the truth is, if you think about it, even before Hashem said Puravu, when, when you know, Hashem first sees Adam, and uh, Hashem says, Loi Taivis Muvadai. The Rabbanu Shalom wants mitzvahs to be fulfilled. If I'm, if I'm looking at Adam and I'm seeing that he doesn't have a wife, if I'm looking at it from a pure like Torah perspective, right, what should the problem be? He can't fulfill Peruvu. The issue is that he's alone. The issue is that he's not married. Who cares if he's married? The issue is to have children. That's the mitzvah Peruvu. That's the first mitzvah in Torah. It's not good to be alone. I'll give him a companion. What companion? He has to fulfill the mitzvah of I have to give him a hechatim, to, to, to have a wife. What's, what's they talking about? And then the Pasuk says, okay, he makes Adam Attach yourself to your wife and you become one flesh. Says Rashi, what does it mean to become one flesh? You have a child and the children unite the parents. That's means the Pasuk is describing having children and the entire Tachlis is what? Is in order to enhance Vadavak Be'ishtai. What are you talking about? That's, uh, that's, uh, that's modern. That, that's, not, that's not according to Torah. Torah is, it's all mitzvahs. The mitzvah is Puravu. So that, so you can have, according to, uh, from a Lachic perspective, L'chayr, should be the opposite. The Iker is to have children. The Mela, you have to be Davak Be'ishtai in order to have children. But that's not what the Torah says. The Torah says, Mashva Kert, the Iker is Davak In order to create that Dvekis in an even deeper sense, it, you have, to have children brings out that Dvekis more. That's Mashva Nabichu. 
That's exactly that's Pshadish Mikra, but that's exactly what the Rishonim are saying. That's what the Gemara says. That you want to define the, the, the parameters of Puruvu, it's based on how the Pasik ends with the Kivsha. Because it's all talking about Kivsha. Take a look at Marmok number seven. The tour, and this is this is how the tour begins, Hilchas Pirvribia. So, you, again, the tour is halacha sefer, but we do find this sometimes when he begins a topic, he says, like, Divri Agada, like, beginning Chosh Mishpah, he does that, or Chaim also, Divri Agada. This is how he begins, it's very interesting. Yisparach Shmai Shal Gosh Praiseworthy is God's name. Shuchafetz B'toy B'ri that the Rabbanu wanted good for his creatures, for his creations. Sheyada She'ein Toy V'ladim Yislavadai. Hashem knew it's not good for a person to be alone. And because of that, he created Ezer Kinegda. He made it to the Metzius of marriage. The Oid. And second, second Indian, you have to have children. So you have to have a wife in order to have children. And you can't do that without a, without a spouse. And that's why we have a mitzvah of connecting to our spouse. And that's why we have to get married to have children. The whole tour is a pella. Again, halachically. Istakal baraisa baram, right? Everyone knows, what was it? Uh, who, who said the thing? Chaim Shmulevitz famously said, I think it was his mashla, right? People think, it's mitzvah kibbut aveim, right? So people think that, Hashem, Yerush made us have parents. And Mela, once you have parents, Yerush said, you know what? Kabri zivich means first there was the mitzvah of kibbutzim, and the meila the rabbanu shalom created a thing that's called parents to allow us to fulfill the mitzvah of kibbutzim. The tour is saying much the opposite. The tour is saying baruch hashem the rabbanu shalom saw that human beings were, were alone. We need we need companionship, and so the rabbanu shalom therefore gave us companionship, and also baruch hashem now that there's companionship we could have children. The whole reason why the Rabbanu Shalom made it such a thing to, that, that, we're, that we need companionship, L'chaira, is to fill the mitzvah peruvu. So the, the Iker is peruvu. Memeila, the Rabbanu Shalom made it in such a way that human beings are compelled to marry in order to fill the mitzvah peruvu. What's the tour talking about? The main thing is the companionship. It's, uh, it's not very from. The answer is, it's exactly what the tour is telling us. Same thing as the Rambam. Same thing as the Mordechai. Same thing as Shilvis. Same thing as the Gemara. The Iker thing is Davak Vishtai. To get married. And then they let have children. So what's the Havana? What's the Havana of this? What is the Havana of this? The Havana is as follows. The mitzvah of Puravu, it's going to sound a little bit funny, but I'll, I'll, maybe we'll see some not that, we'll see from our a little bit like this also. The inner of Puravu is as follows. The Rabbanish made the human being in such a way that we all exist as a bunch of individual people, Pratim, Pratim, Pratim. The Rabbanu Shalom wants us to move from a moichen, a consciousness of Prat, to a consciousness of Klal. To a consciousness of Klal. Klal means to see yourself to be bigger, to become a bigger person. That's the Iker, that, that, that's when we talk about growth in, 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 you know, in, in the Sarmakdash, we find such a thing that the higher up you go, the closer to the Rabbanu Shalom you get, the more klal things are. The further away you get, the more pratim. The more pratim, the more disjointed. The more disjointed. The tachlis habriya is what? Is dvekas and elokos, is for a person to become davik in, in the Rabbanu Shalom. The nature, 
the, the way, the way to, we have to model our lives and our, and, our, and our way of being. We have to model our lives and create our lives in a, in a dynamic in such a way that's a shidduch with that experience of being davik and elikos. That experience of being davik elikos comes hand in hand with moving out of prat to moving towards klal. The Iker mitzvah over here, and this is the first mitzvah in Chumash, according to the Chinuch. And by the way, the Torah goes on to talk, I didn't quote it over here, the Torah goes on to talk about how chash this mitzvah is. The Torah even says a Lashen, that the whole Tyrus could die in order for the mitzvah Peruvu. And the Achrenim ask, it's a Pella. Why do you have Peruvu? In order to make sure that other people are there to take up my place, so that when I'm gone, there's at least some people that are Shemr Shabbos. But you told me the whole Tachas of Shabbos to have children. The whole Tachas of Tyrus Peruvu. How does it make any sense? Peruvu is sort of like, uh, you know, um, um, it's, it's like a, you know, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a plan, it's a backup plan, you know, like to make sure, like, you know, there's someone else to take over. <laughs> the whole tachas is that. The answer is, the tachas of Torah and mitzvahs is dveikas and elikus. And dveikas and elikus means to become a bigger person, to become a person of klal, to move from prat to klal. And therefore, the, the, the one mitzvah, which is, which its very nature is such to move a person from prat to is the mitzvah peruvu. Meaning, again, as we saw from Rishonim just now, it's not about having children, it's about getting, creating a family. Because what is a family dynamic? What does it mean to, to be married? And the ikra is to be married. That's, that's what we're saying. The main thing is vadavak bishtak. Because by being married and being involved in raising a family, being part of a family, you're not just, then you're not alone. The, and the ikr is not to be alone. What does it mean not to be alone? Because it's sad. It is sad to be alone. But it's much deeper than that. L- being alone means you're in a bechin of prat. It means that you're an individual person. And, and there's a bunch, there's seven billion individual people. The tachlis is to live a meichin of klal, that you're part of Knesset Yisrael. And to be part of that larger entity means to be makashi yourself to that sense of klal. And a family unit is the family unit is, is a unit that the Rabbanishal created that is a, that, that's a piece of that larger puzzle. In order to be makashi yourself to Klal Yisrael on a very human level, so you have parents, and you have children, and you have a family that you're related to, and you have a kehila that you're a part of, and that's how a person sort of becomes part of that collective whole. The main thing is not just to produce people. The main thing is, is that the, 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 the dynamic that's involved in the production of those people, which namely is the, the family that you, the base is uishtai, base is uishtai, the main thing is a, is a person's wife. That inyan of becoming part of a bias, of creating a bias, neman bi Yisrael, that connects you to Klal Yisrael and makes you more than just yourself. But yourself is now expanded and has grown and has become bigger than just you as an individual. First of all, because the Shabai, because the connect, the emotional connections that you have. To, but all, all of these things are, are in place, and the Iker inyan is that you've now moved from Prat to Klal, and that's the Kima Mitzvah. That's the Kima Mitzvah. Uh, so let's go back. You know, we mentioned from Taisvis that Puravu and Lashavas Yitzar, right? You have the main mitzvah Puravu and you have a secondary mitzvah of Lashavas Yitzar. And said Taisvis, based on the Cheshbainis and the Gemara, Lashavas Yitzar, you can fulfill if the kids are not related to you. Puravu, you can't fulfill if the kids are not related to you. What's the chilek? The answer is what is Puravu about and what is Lashavas Yitzar about? 
L'shevis Yitzara, the Rebbe said, I didn't create the world to be empty, I, I'm, I need people. Okay, L'shevis Yitzara is simply about producing people. I produce people. Are they related to me? It's an Afkanina. They're running around as individuals, I'm still an individual, but I produce more people. L'shevis Yitzara. But Puravu is not about producing people. Puravu is not about just multiplying. Puravu is what? Is Vedavak Be'ishtai V'hoyla Basar Echad, is expanding yourself and becoming bigger. And becoming bigger through attachment to a wife and through, and by extension of that, literally producing more, more people and expanding this, this one family, this one unit, and making yourself more connected to the, to the, the Babis and Zaydis and making connected to being part of, of this dynamic of Knesset Yisrael. That's the Iker Mitzvah. And so therefore, says the Gemara very Pasha, without any Makars, without any Drushes, if the kids are not related to you, <laughs> That's not Puravu. It's the Shevis Yitzar, but it's not Puravu. So let's go back. We start with Benazai. Benazai said, no, Nafshi And the world can be sustained with other people. When he said that second part, the world can be sustained with other people, he was addressing the Shevis Yitzar. What's the Shevis Yitzar about? The Shevis Yitzar is about producing people. You're right. I, I'm not doing that. But that's not, that's a different nezuah, it's, it's, it's a pasuk from Navi. Other people can fulfill that, maskim. I am neglecting, I'm sacrificing that mitzvah, maskim. But what about Puravu? He says, Benazai, I'm not actually having children. But with the Indian of Puravu, which is what, moving from Prat to Klal, I'm absolutely fulfilling in a different way. Take a look at Marmokka number 8. This is from Rasisi Laila, the first piece in Ratzadik in Sefer Rasisi Laila. It says Ratzadik, Ha'adam ba'ilam ha'azat tzarach l'tzavsa. A person in this world needs a companionship. A person can't be alone. The Rabbana Shal made us psychologically not be able to handle being alone. Even physically you can't be alone, right? You get people that want to live off the grid, right? It's not really possible. Even if you, even if you uh, fend for yourself, you know, and all that, you know, all that stuff, you're still, you're still, you're still standing... You know, you're still standing on ground that's being shared by other people. And the fact that uh, maybe you're not being swept away in, an o- in a flood is because there's a, there's a dam that people made. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really live by yourself. You can't physically live by yourself. You can't emotionally. And that's all a reflection of, of Torah, that the Rebbe doesn't want the person to live in Bechinas Prat. The Rebbe wants us to live in Bechinas Klal. Why? Again, why? Not because it's just nicer, but because that's, the, that's that, that's matim. That's a shirk again. Like I always say, avodas Hashem is what avodas Hashem is to parallel the higher world that we live down here. We do mitzvahs. We shake luvinesrik and so on. We're just trying to parallel what's going on in Shemayim. What's going on up there? And what's going on up there is achdus, is oneness. And oneness doesn't mean just one God. You know, it means that everything is ain't Everything is. All is subsumed in that oneness. So the, what we have to do in Avatis Hashem, this is the Ikra Avatis Hashem, is to create a dynamic down here where you have many, many pieces, but all those many, many pieces is Bukhinas Klal, are being unified and being brought together. Marriage is the, the Impuravu, as an extension of that, is this Indian of taking individual people and not making them lose their individuality, but these individual people are now becoming, are melding together to become Bukhinas Klal. And that's that's the that's the uh, that's the yichud that's that's very parallel to Rabbi Shalom's yichud, because Hashem is not one. The, 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 the yichud Hashem when, I, when we talk about Hashem being echad, Shema Yisrael Hashem Akin Hashem Echad. The echad of Hashem is not is an echad that contains everything, right? It's like 
It's not, uh, you don't have to sacrifice anything to connect to Hashem Echad. Like Hashem is just this. He's one, so he's just that, not anything. No. Hashem is koil everything. Animal vadai. Hashem alakim bashmai rezolatim tachas einoid. So everything, uh, the Rabbanu Shalom, his achdus, whatever this means, we don't have, we don't understand this, but Hashem's achdus is koil everything. So all the pratim, all the different components, all the trillions of pieces in the world are united under that yichud of Hashem. Our avayda is to parallel that. How do we parallel that? By making all the all the individual pieces of planet Earth one. And the mitzvah to do that with in the most, in the most strongest way is to get married in Peruvu. But the Indian is the Yichud Taking two people and melding them together and enhancing that Yichud by having even more children. And we'll, like, that's, that's literally what the Basik says. David Bishtai, Vayil Basarecha. Says what Tzadik, so a person needs Tzavsek, Mashukasa Vibrachas. The world was created for a person needing companionship. So people need to be connected. Now, says the Gemara of Amr Chazal, the Gemara says in Ervin, if a person's traveling alone in the road, and there's no one escorting him, so he feels lonely. So says the Gemara in Ervin, what do you do if you feel alone? Says the Gemara, you should learn. And learning will alleviate the loneliness. How does that work? So, and says Ratzadik, the truth is by extension, where it talks about a person traveling in the road alone. Traveling in the road means life. This person's any time in life that you feel alone, Torah fills that gap. Why? If you don't feel a companionship, you don't feel that yourself, you don't have practical, physical ways of moving from Prat to Klal, right? To feel this cohesiveness, this oneness. Why? Should fuss my separations. Because what is Tyra? Tyra is the prism. Everything came from Tyra. So therefore, you want to connect to all things. You want to, be, you want to feel connected. So you could connect to people. That's a good thing. And there's in fact the mitzvah Puravu, which in its root, in its essence, like we've been learning, is a mitzvah of connecting to people and expanding your, your, yourself to others and with others. But says Ratzadik, but there's a much deeper level of expansion and connecting to everything that you can do, which is what? Which is Tyre itself. When you get married and you have kids, so you expanded your, 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 your sense of self to a few more people. And with that, to a kehila, to a community, and so uh, through a few steps, you're now connected to the whole world. But it takes a few steps. But a person sits down to learn Tyra, and Tyra itself is the blueprint, more than the blueprint, it's the root. It's the seed that all of reality comes from. That means that you're connecting directly to the klal of everything. Says the Gemara, if you're going alone in the, in the street and you don't have any friends to be with, yasak with Tyra. And then all of reality is your companion. So said Benazai, it's true. Anapi Makai, Lashavis Yitzar, other people can do. I would have a Peruvu, that's the main Chiv, and you have no, there's, there's no Eitz to, to get out of that. Says Benazai, I'm not trying to get out of that. I'm being Makayim that in the deepest of ways. Nafshi, Chashke Vatayra. No, other people, other people, that their, their human side is uh, making a lot of noise, so they can't fulfill that need of Tzavsa purely with Tyra. But by a person like Benazai that finds that fulfillment in Tyra itself, that's a Kiyam, a Peruvu. That's a kima pruvu. It's not an aynes. That's a for a ben azay dekiyid. That's a kima pruvu. And so that's the side over here. That pruvu is not about having children. Pruvu is about moving individuals to become one, to become one, and deepening that oneness and 
and the, the, and that oneness being more, being shown as being as being so profound that it's able to encompass so much different personalities and so much different tendencies. And other Zachar and Akev are mamish different, and the kids are different from each other. And Afal Pikein, they're in one family dynamic that expresses the Yichud in such a greater degree. So we started with a question. How could it be that the first mitzvah of the chinuch, which is Puravu, is related to the first mitzvah of, of Ser Sibis, which is an Aleph? An Aleph means one, and Puravu means to have many children, to have many people, to be, go beyond one, to go move away from one. The answer is, that's not, not true at all. The Iker mitzvah is to, to take many things and bring them into Aleph. That's mamish what it is. And that's why the word Aleph, that's why, you know... You know, in, in the Kamarnan is um, Sefer Oitzer Achayim, it's Pirish on Tarek Mitzvah. So he says a Chiddush. He doesn't go through all of this at all, but, but uh, he, says, uh, he says that contained in the Mitzvah Puravu, so there's all different ways to fulfill it. That's what's interesting. It doesn't have to be Davka with, I mean, it has to be Oisik. You have to, be, you have to do the best you can to physically have children, that's so you fulfill the Mitzvah. But there's other ways to fulfill the Mitzvah in, in a certain sense, in a, in a, in a more panemistic way. He writes over there that if a person a person grows in their ruchnias to the point of where they become bigger. Just with, they become a bigger person. They move from nefesh to ruach to neshama. Yeah, their neshama, they, they become more of their neshama is incorporated into their conscience. They become a bigger person. So he writes over there, that's what filmed for Ravu. That's what Ravu. I'm not producing any more people. Adraba. If anything, I'm, I, I'm just making myself bigger. That's good for the mitzvah. That's good for the mitzvah. That's why it's interesting, you know, when the Gemara says, we started with the Gemara said, Elushin, uh, who was it? Um, Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov said that if a person doesn't, isn't at all trying to fill a mitzvah, you're diminishing the tzalm alakim. It's so funny. What do you mean diminishing the tzalm alakim? In other words, Pashav Shat, there's, 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 uh, there's a million nishamas in Shemayim waiting to come down. And I should be trying to get this, you know, one neshama down. And I'm not. So I'm not diminishing the tzalem. That tzalem alakim that I was supposed to bring down to planet Earth, I'm not doing it all. I mean, diminishing means that there's a tzalem alakim that's, that's still there. I'm just diminishing its stature. What's diminishing its stature? Whatever neshama I'm supposed to bring down, and I'm, and I'm purposefully not, I'm not doing that 100%. What are you diminishing? The answer is the whole inning of Puravu is to think of yourself and Kala Yisrael as one big entity. That's the whole inner Puravu. By Nafiv and Puravu, you're not, it's not just a matter of that. Initial. The collective entity of Knesset Yisrael is diminished, is not as big as it could be, because the whole nature of the mitzvah, it, it demands eyes to see yourself as just part of that collective whole. The, the, you can't, you, to describe Puravu, to describe someone who's negligent in Puravu as just holding back one neshama, that's that's what Puravu is about. If you're thinking Puravudik, then you're seeing all of Kalei Yisrael as one big entity and holding back that one neshama, it's not just holding back one neshama, you're diminishing the stature of Knesset Yisrael, the collective whole, the klal, that the whole Mitzvah Puravu is demanding you to be a part of is being diminished by your negligence. But, it, it, the, but, but to, to, to be talking about Puravu and to be thinking just specifically that particular kid that you're, not, that you're negligent in bringing to the world, that's not what Puravu is. Puravu demands that sense of claw. That's the nature of what the mitzvah is. Nope. So Hashem should help us. And again, as, as, as we've seen and will continue to see, when you get to the, the, the kishkas of a mitzvah, even in halacha, then you already see that the, that the mitzvah is much more expansive. 
and much more, uh, it encompasses much more territory, much more uh, situations than just the, the, the body of the mitzvah itself. So when it comes to the body of the mitzvah Puravu, it is what it is. It's very lim- it's limited. You know, it's, uh, to have children, uh, you know, whatever the, the situation is, and, and Zell. But once you get to the kishkas of it, it's every single every single moment you can fulfill the mitzvah Puravu by thinking beyond yourself, by seeing yourself as part of Francis Yisrael, by moving from Prat to Klal, by deepening your eskashas to other Yidin, deepening your, your eskashas to Torah. That's all Puravu. It's all Puravu. And uh, the rest is commentary. No, Sir Banshu Shabbos, we should to fulfill the mitzvah, but go for Benefesh, Repnimus, Machitanis, and we should to have that gila, it's Elmalakim, in a revealed way, being called Sadek.